At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912 That's 800-403-5912 Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Your inside look into combat sports. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. Nunez's hands are down, and she's walking Ronda down. She tags her again. Over and over. Amanda Nunez. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and Internet history. If I can't teach you one way, I'll teach you another. But I'm going to get the job done. Pedro Fernandez. Damas y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, emanating, coming at you from the multi-million dollar sports byline studios. Check it. This is Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the World Boxing Council. Often imitated, but never duplicated, 37, make that 38 plus years now of knocking out all bums. Who am I? My name is Pedro Fernandez. I am your ever so modest host. I'm also a four-time Golden Glove champion and award-winning boxing writer. So some people say I know a little bit about boxing. But guess what? I've always found out the average fan knows a little bit more. So if you'd like to impart here on the show, I'll give you an opportunity. Here's the toll-free 1-800 number. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, there's also the guilt-free, no-commitment text line. That number, 415 275 1613. That's 415-275-1613. Well, we are just hours away from 154-pound unification. I'm talking about Jermel Charlo, of course, one of the famed Jermel, uh, one of the famed Charlo brothers. Jermel is the 154-pounder. Jamal is the 160-pounder. Of course, Jamal is thought to be the better of the two. He's 160 pounds. He's a middleweight guy. This is the junior middleweight champion. Holds every belt but one. And Brian Castano holds the other belt. They're going to hook this up tonight on Showtime. So Showtime's got it going on tonight. Charlo versus Brian Castano. That's the main event. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, checking your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA, brought to you by the World Boxing Council. And I have to say this before you go to the break. I'm laughing about Conor McGregor. What about you? Seems I can't remember when there was a time I didn't have you on my mind. Ring Talk Live Worldwide is brought to you by the World Boxing Council, the WBC. I must be just part of your plan. Must be part of your plan, girl. Just must be part of your plan. 
Time for your small business report presented by Dell Small Business. If you're like many entrepreneurs, you have a business idea and you're ready to run with it. But be careful not to let your concept snowball into something overcomplicated. Try to start small and narrow your focus. Learn how to test your business idea so that it fulfills your promise to customers and exceeds expectations. And cut unnecessary features that water down your offerings and cost you money. As a small business, you don't need all the bells and whistles of a giant corporation. It'll be easier to add to your business as it grows. And that's your Dell Small Business Report. Enjoy a powerful business upgrade with Dell Technologies Black Friday and July event. Get amazing savings with up to 50% off high-performance computers and tech built for business and be able to take your office with you with Windows 10 Pro. Plus, get great offers on Dell servers, monitors, docks, and more, all with easy financing options through Dell Financial Services. Call 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL. And speak to a Dell Technologies advisor today. Come on, you watch the news. Be prepared to pay more taxes. Then if you owe back taxes or haven't filed in a few years, get ready. The IRS, the largest collection agency in the world, will be coming after you. With the power to collect taxes by any means they want to. Hey, they can freeze your bank account, your passport, even padlock your business. Oh, good times. Look, if the IRS claims you owe them 5000 or more in back taxes and they're coming after you, don't panic. Call my friends at Get a Tax Lawyer first. Their job is to negotiate with the IRS and save you money. They're experts at it. That's all they do. And you can trust them. In some cases, they have reduced a $50,000 tax bill to less than $1,000. If you owe the IRS $5,000 or more in back taxes, call now for a free consultation. Call 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. 800-732-9635. That's 800-732-9635. Do you own an annuity, either fixed rate, indexed, or variable? Are you paying high fees and getting low returns? If so, Annuity General would like you to have this free book to learn the pitfalls and mistakes of buying an annuity. The Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers contains the little-known truths about annuities, like how to help reduce your fees and increase retirement income. And it's free. That's right, free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report just for calling. We researched over 1,000 annuities and summarized rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. You get annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and the annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling Annuity General today. Hurry, supplies are limited. Call now. 800-760-1845. 800-760-1845. That's 800-760-1845. Now more of Ring Talk. With Pedro Fernandez. Um, thank y'all for tuning in. All the fans around the world, we love y'all. Boy, it got real last week for Conor McGregor. I'm talking about the drunk from Ireland. You know the guy. Should be an AA uh, poster boy. No doubt about that. Al- Alcoholics Anonymous. Of course, he's had some drug issues as well. And um, he may do some performance and some drugs as far as Conor McGregor's turn. But last week, of course, he took on a young man that he had just Poirier that he had beaten once. And Poirier lit him up in the uh, fight in 2020. Of course, that was supposed to be the big comeback fight for Conor McGregor. But guess what? <laughs> Didn't work out that well for Mr. Conor McGregor. Dustin Poirier and him engaged for one round. He ended up with a broken ankle. I'm talking about Conor McGregor. He was done, but he was getting beat. I mean, there wasn't no doubt about it. He was losing this fight. I mean, before it was stopped, he was losing. Before he broke his ankle, it was he was losing. And if you looked at it, 
it was, I looking at a guy and I've been around a lot of drunks in my life. Okay. I just have, I mean, alcoholics, both grandfathers were alcoholics. One of them killed themselves. I mean, being a cop, I was around alcoholics. The first boxer I ever met was an alcoholic and Frankie Click, the former world junior welterweight champion. So I've been around drunks my entire life. Okay. And drunks can't get clean by, you know, cleaning up for two, three weeks before a fight. You can't do it that way. And that's what I think he tried to do. I think he tried to get clean at the last minute, tried to dry up. Didn't work that way. You could look at his face. It was puffy. I mean, he looked like somebody inflated him with a, with a, uh, with a pump and like he was a ball or something. Pumped air into his body. Bottom line is Conor McGregor is not what he once was. And I think he's three and five in his last eight fights. So anybody not counting that Mayweather debacle. So if you're still paying for this guy, what can I say? Like PT Barnum said, there's a sucker born every minute. Now we take it from the West Coast to the East Coast and bring him boxing's PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr. And how are you in the family, sir? I'm doing well. I, I was actually a little nervous there with your segue when you said from, uh, I think you're going to say from one sucker to another. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> you want to introduce me, but thank you <laughs> for keeping me in high oh, regard. Okay. Um, Jamel Charles is a minus 275 favorite tonight. Um, should we, do, do we think that the opponent, Brian Castano, is a live opponent? I mean, he's got a WBO belt. Is that all he brings to the dance? Is that belt? No, I think it's actually one of the few times where people that like to wager have a really good shot at uh, scoring some bread on an upset. Brian Castano is a really good fighter. We're going to find out just exactly how good he is against uh, Jamel Charlo tonight. But I think it's a low-key under the radar, great fight. I mean, I would probably say it's the best matchup we've had maybe since uh, Valdez and um, Burchell. Yes, I think it's real even. Um, they're the same age. The one big difference that you're going to see is uh, the height that Jamel Charlo will have. But Alvarez, I mean, I'm sorry, Castaño, has been short his whole life. He's about five, six and a half. So, and he's had a, he's been undefeated. He fought Islandi Lara, who still at an advanced age is still a hard out, um, fought to a draw. I think it's a really, really interesting matchup. I like Charlo only if the fight, only, only if he gets off to a, a fast start. You know, he, he's very strong at the beginning. Castaño, if he could weather that first five, six rounds, Late, I give the edge to Castaño down the, uh, towards the tail end of the fight, and I could see him pulling off an upset. He's strong. He can punch, and he's got very fast reflexes. Okay. Raleigh Romero's on the same card. Raleigh Romero is probably one of the most suspect guys I've ever come in contact with in the past couple of years as far as boxing is concerned. I mean, I watched him in the gym. He lit up. Uh, Ryan Garcia liked the White House Christmas tree. Everybody had a little humor at that. We played some uh, audio on that one. And, of course, then he was involved in a couple of title, uh, in a title fight, which guy wasn't really worthy of being in a title fight with him. And now he's taking a guy named Anthony Ujit, who came in five pounds overweight. Um, you know, what does that sort of tell you about this guy? I mean, they're trying not to know it. And now Raleigh says if he wins, he's going to take on Gervonta Davis. Is Floyd just sacrificing him for Floyd or for uh, for Davis or what? I mean, why not? I mean, I think Floyd is smart enough to realize that Romero is limited, um, and if he's able to get a title shot against Javante Davis, he, uh, assuming that he gets past uh, Yigits tonight, 
more power to him. It's gonna be a big payday. It'll be he'll probably be on the on the uh, wrong end of a of a knockout. But um, it is what it is. Sometimes you know a promoter has to be wise enough to see what he has in front of him. And when you can cash him out, cash him out. You know, I mean, if he gets blasted by Javante Davis, he'll rest about a year, and then they can recycle and bring him back. You know, because obviously there's no uh, shame losing to Javante Davis. So if he's able to get a title shot against Davis, more power to him. Awesome. Okay, so Davis is campaigning at 140 pounds, 135 pounds, or 130 pounds. Can you answer that? Your boxing is PhD. Where is he at right now? I think he is where he where he. I think his best weight is obviously 135. Um, I just don't see him being physically big enough to, to face someone like a Josh Taylor. Um, I think that he, despite him being explosive, you know, Javante Davis is a puncher, and, and everyone says that that he hurts people a lot bigger than him in the gym. Um, but he's not sparring against. Josh Taylor or um, someone like uh, Ramirez. Um, and I still would pick Teofimo Lopez over him. So, but I think Javante Davis is a great fighter. I want to see the matchup. To me, the best matchup in all of boxing is Lopez and Davis. I don't think that ever happened anytime soon. But uh, I think the best way for Davis is 135. I just don't see him being successful at 140. Uh, I, I guess you don't mess around position. with Ra- uh, excuse me, and interrupt. You, I guess you don't mess Sorry. around with Rachel Donaire because Casimiro, uh, the WBO champion at 122, he talks on smack about the uh, uh, the wife of of Nonito Donaire, the current WBC 118 pound champion, and he said something like she could do this or she could do him do that. And then when Donaire said he wasn't going to fight him out of the fact he did, he would he disrespected his wife, I thought it was a joke. But no, it's not going to happen. It looks like. Uh, Guillermo Rigondeaux is going to tell Casemiro instead. Hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, to me in boxing, there's no room to, you know, for you to have to talk about other people's wives. You know, um, I, I don't yeah, know but, that, 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 but but what happens when you mm-hmm. when you interject her and she's in the corner? She's the manager and the corner man and the trainer. She's the mouthpiece in the corner. So she's she's off, so she's off limits totally because she's a woman. Fair question. That is true. If you're gonna if you if you're gonna join the party, you got to be treated like if you were a man. Absolutely. <laughs> but I mean, unless she is outwardly just being obnoxious and to the point that, like, all right, just know your role as a manager or as a trainer or, or whatever it is her role is. You know, it. How you know that's he, he told her that. She could go down on them, right? Is that what basically said? Something like that. And, Something and like here, that. And here, to make it as PG as possible. You yeah, know? Yeah. All right. But and, 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 and I will go with that, that. That was out of line. But here's what's up. You just shut you just shut up and you sign the contract and you and you and you know what you tell the dude is, as you're about to stand there in the middle of the ring? MF, you call my wife, blah blah blah. I'm about to beat you. You know what I'm saying? That's when you take care right. of that. Exactly. Know? I mean Exactly. It, to me it, it would give you more motivation to to embarrass and, and end this guy's career. You know, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, but I guess when there's looking at it, you know what? I'm not going to let this guy make his biggest payday in his life against me, which is what how he's probably approaching it. You know, not that I think Donaire's a sucker by any means, you know. Um, to me, I don't think there's a place for it. And Rachel probably shouldn't be that involved, but, you know, that's on, that's, that's 
that's Team Donaire, and obviously they've had success. You know, she um she has infuriated people like agents Cameron Duncan, promoters like Bob mm. Arum. Uh, Don King said she was difficult to deal with. I think he told me she was difficult. The, that Filipino broad. <laughs> That's the way I think. Did, he, did he use? Did he use the? Did he use that B word? <laughs> I, yeah, he used that, that, that Filipino broad. I went, huh? Yeah, yeah. She tough. To, she came to me wanted to do something. Blah blah blah, something like that. You know, but Don it just rolled off, and that was the only time Don ever met her. But I know that Bob Arum had some. Uh, has some tough dealings with her. She's a tough negotiator, and why not? She's negotiating for her husband, more power to her, and all that kind of good stuff. But you know, don't. It, 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 here's what's up: if you're going to be in the corner and you're going to be part of the team, don't say anything unless you can accept everything coming back at you, even if it's below the belt stuff. I, you know, I will agree to that. Yes, yes. If you're going to, like I said, going back, if you're going to get in the mix. Be ready to be treated just like anybody else would. You know. Now, I'm not saying that. Uh, what's my man's name? That uh, Roy Jones is a uh, guy, Alton Merkinson, and he slapped the the mess out of out of our boy Stoney. You know, not that to that extent. <laughs> <laughs> you know? But um, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna play with with the boys, then you, you know you're gonna be treated like anyone else. You know. But there is a fine line, though. You gotta have some decorum. But and I understand from the other guy's point of view, he's you know we heard Roberta Duran say some nasty stuff about about Sugar's uh, ex-wife, yeah, you know, and, yeah, and it worked yeah. to his advantage, you know. So oh, I'm sure oh, some oh. mind games to it. And I think and I think about Ricardo Mayorga. Let's go to a break here. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. <laughs> we'll be back with Boxing's PhD after the break. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Brought to you by the WBC. Check out their interactive interactive website at wbcboxing.com. A lonely man in a busy world I try to get ahead But too many times I just yearn for The girl, whoever she may be My doctor prescribed me Viagra It wasn't covered by my insurance, so it was costing me like $65 a pill. That's expensive. Over 20 million guys like us use Viagra. Over a certain age, we just need it. I found a way to pay less than $3 a pill and get virtually the same effect of the $65 pill. I heard an ad just like this on the radio called, and for $99, I got 40 generic versions of the $65 pill. Save yourself money and call right now and get over 40 pills for $99. There's no embarrassment here to use Viagra. If we're over 50, we need it, but not at high prices. Call now with your credit card and get the 40 pill special for just $99. 800-399-3691. 800-399-3691. That's 800-399-3691. 
Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 I don't even recognize myself anymore. I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever. Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill, but I was out of options. I, I just want to tell him it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through. This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone. You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help. It's time. I can do this. Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment. Call Quit Drugs 321 now at 800-338-6906. 800-338-6906. That's 800-338-6906. Paid for by the Detox and Treatment Helpline. This night, the referee is going to be the most important man in the ring other than the fighters. You in there? You in there? Come on, Roy. You got to Johnny. You got to f***ing do it. You got to do this And Roy is doing everything, man. Come on. Norman Stone just called his fighter Roy. Get this motherfucker! Fight him! Go and get him! Go on, fight this guy! Hands up! You think you go to the body? You come up to the head! Come up to the head! Fight him! Come on, Johnny! Fight him! He's taking your title away from you! The referee sucks! All you work for! The ref sucks! Fight him! The referee! Come on! Get out Fight him! Come on, 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 one of the good things that's happening is here we'll never probably never have to see Norman Stone again. That'd be good. Now more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Heaven help us. Fight. Actually, I think that was the first fight between uh Vander Holyfield and John Ruiz. I televised that for Don King Productions, myself and Colonel Bob Sheridan, the Hall of Famer. And, uh, I thought there was a bit of some acting put on by Johnny Ruiz there. And the best of, the best of, uh, luck to Johnny Ruiz as far as his entire life is concerned. But he was a guy that was an overachiever without a doubt. He was an overachiever. And you know that madman in the corner there, Norman Stone? 
give him some props because I think without Norman Stone, Johnny would have never made it to the points that he did. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA, of course. Tonight on television, the Charlo, one of the Charlo brothers, 154-pound Charlo, the better of the two, supposedly, Jermel Charlo. He'll be doing his thing, of course, against Brian Castano. This is a 154-pound unification match. This will be on Showtime. Although the Charlo, the lesser of the two Charlo brothers, as far as talents concerned in the minds of, of boxing pundits, um, is a two-point set, two, almost a three-to-one favorite. Uh, our, our boxing PhD, Mr. Socrates Palmer, calls Castano a live underdog, no doubt about that. Now, speaking of live underdogs, Manny Pacquiao's the livest underdog going. Everybody's talking about Manny Pacquiao and Earl Spence. Is Earl was is is Thurm was Keith Thurman a better fighter than Earl Spence? Wow, um, I I think it. I think style matchup wise. Probably, I thought Thurman, if he, if boxing was his priority, would have been, you know, a guy obviously with a big right hand, and and what's the kryptonite against the lefty? The right hand. Um, he it was a little bit better on his toes, um, so I, I think he has more game, more talent, you know, than Errol Spence. And like I said, against with Errol Spence, I still am not sold. Like. You can't tell me the the one fight that he's gone in and, and you say, you know what? I didn't expect that from Errol Spence. You know, all his big wins, quote unquote, have been fights that you kind of expected him to to, to win. I mean, Sean Porter is probably the toughest fight that he's had. You know, um, but you nitpicking through his career, Kell Brooks. We know he fought a refurbished Kell Brooks. Um, Chris oh. Algieri, a really 140 pounder. And Danny Garcia, you know, he's not there to win. And Mikey Garcia, he carried him for 12. So, you know, tell me the one moment that you said, you know what, Errol Spence, you know, really impressed me. You know, I mean, Errol Spence got a lot of fame to give him for Mayweather Black Eye as far. That's where his, you know, props came from. And of course, he had a really good amateur career. But I think <clears> he's a little overrated. Speaking of Charles, speaking of the uh, 154 pound Charlie Jamel, he said he wants to fight Danny Garcia next. I couldn't believe it. I said, who do you want to fight next at a, at a pre-fight press conference this week? He said, after I get done with this guy, I want to take on only the best. I want to take on Danny Garcia, a guy that was probably 135-pounder that fought at 140 pounds, and that was his peak without a doubt. Now they wanted to fight at 154, but that's typical Charlo. You know, last week I asked trainer Eddie Croft, primetime Eddie Croft of B-Street Boxing, and bstreetboxing.com down there in San Mateo, California, are the Charlo brothers stars? And he sort of like, he sort of hemmed and hawed about that. He says stars, but not big stars. What will it take for the Charlo brothers to break out from their Showtime uh, hindrance? I mean, they're being held back, obviously, by somebody. And somebody doesn't want him to fight. I mean, Mr. The Jamal knows somebody doesn't want him to fight Canelo Alvarez because if that fight would have happened, they could have made like 15 times more than he ever dreamed of. Yeah, um, you know what? I think that's an honest assessment. You know, they are stars, but they're not superstars. Um, it had, they, they both have had, you know, some real, like, okay, nice moments. Uh, when Jamel starched Erickson Lubin, um, that was a, 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 an old snap moment. And then the other brother, uh, who stopped, uh, J Rock Williams, you know, so they've had their moments and there are big fights for them to make. Benavides, even outside of Canelo, 
you know, a, a fight with Benavides, and if and if uh, the other brother Jamal is able to dominate him, then I think they kind of cross over into that close to being a superstar level. You know, obviously, you know, you, you still would need you know a big fight against Canelo Alvarez to put you in a different stratosphere. But I think they they would be looked upon with a little bit more respect. Um, I think they're very comfortable making good paydays, and no knock to them. If they if they've made a nice career with very low risk, you know, they're both talented young guys. But tonight, you're seeing Jamal is 31. You know, how, how many times, you know, how many more times does he have uh, in him? You know, sometimes you get old overnight, and um, at the end of the day, you're going to look back at your career and say, you know, what well, what could have been with the Charlo brothers. Hmm, interesting. Boxing's PhD, of course, comes to us from the Bronx. We're talking about Mr. Socrates Palmer Jr. He's featured Saturdays on Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, brought to you in part by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. You can check out their website at WBCBoxing.com. Looks like Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, the third time, they are going to go. This time it's going to be October 9th at the T-Mobile Arena. And surprisingly, people are getting vaccinated for this, so I guess that's going to happen. Um... What is this? I mean, just another delay in this fight. All it does is delay the eventual fight they want to put together between Joshua and Deontay in, uh, in the winner of this fight. They think it will be Tyson Fury. But that's the fight they want to put together. So are they holding their breath on this one? I mean, because Deontay Wilder's got a hell of a right hand. He's got limitations, but he can punch. Right. He's a one-trick pony, but that's a really impressive trick. Um, I'm really down on Tyson Fury, you know, for this. I, I, I just can't. I mean, obviously, you can't control getting sick, you know, to an extent, you know. And there's also questions that were not, um, you know, was it legitimate, the sickness? Because he was seen the next day out in public at a casino doing some sort of promotion. Um, and then there was a story that came out that he didn't test positive, the false positive. And, and then I think he wants to go to England for the birth of his, of his baby. It's just, it's just a, not a good look, you know, and, and I gotta be clear. I gotta be objective. I try to be objective, you know, when you have me on the air, Pedro, you know, Deontay Wilder, who I got on for dropping all these excuses after getting annihilated the first time, you know, I'm down on Tyson Fury and, and, uh, for doing that, you know, for just putting himself in that situation, you know, it, it was he legitimately sick. He hasn't come out and given any public interviews, you know, so I, I think, there's a 50-50 on people questioning the uh, legitimacy of was he really sick or is it just a way of getting out of a, of a fight. There's also a rumor that he was hurt in, in sparring against Jared Allen. Uh, Jared, uh, I forget, is that, not Allen, Jared, the, the, the prospect. Anderson, Woods. from Ohio. Anderson, okay. okay, yeah. Yeah. You know, so he, he has opened himself up to some criticism. And Dante Wilder... He's got a legitimate right to be upset, you know. I mean, it's a bad look, and um, I think Tyson Fury owes the boxing public an apology. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, I'm, I, 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 I don't want to get Tyson, this, Am I too high on the on the soapbox? <laughs> no, no, not at all. I think that Tyson Fury's, you know, is has always been the sort of guy that's been able to. Um, how can I say this? Sort of do things that were not so kosher and get away with it. I mean, you know, anybody else yeah. been a dope fiend and we talked about suicide, that kind of good stuff, we'd be looking at him in a high, a little bit more of a negative light. I think he got a pass on a lot of stuff, and he's probably going to try to get a pass on this one. But I right, 
you probably need to look down him on this one. Of course, Tyson Fury undefeated, um, the world linear champion. Of course, that one draw to Deontay Wilder, of course, scored in the rematch with Deontay Wilder. Anyway, uh, Sock, I want to wish you the best. Have a good weekend with you and the family, man. All God, this has been a crazy day. Pedro, stay safe. Love you. Thank you for having me on. All right. Enjoy your Venmo lunch. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Check out your inside look into the world of boxing and MMA. Brought to you by the WBC. More of Ring Talk after the break. It's O-Rewards Member Appreciation Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts, where you can earn bonus points on more than 250 offers, like Bosch Icon Wiper Blades, save $8 per pair, and earn double O-Rewards points. Online or in-store, get $5 for every 150 points you earn. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit OReillyAuto.com. Ron Barr here. Now that people are getting out and exercising more, I want to recommend Relief Factor to you. Relief Factor helps those exercise-related pains and general muscle aches and pains. Now, if you're going to be working in the garden, you're going to be using your hands a lot. And if your hands hurt, listen to what Julia Brown had to say about using Relief Factor. I had pain in my hands that kept me from work and doing projects around the home. I heard about Relief Factor on the radio and began taking it, and it left me with pain-free hands again. I was able to do the things around the house that I enjoy doing. I'm so glad I found Relief Factor. 100 million Americans suffer from ongoing pain due to aging, exercise, overexertion, and the effects of everyday living. Be sure to check out Relief Factor at relieffactor.com or give them a call at 800 500 that's 800-500-8384. Having your own home is awesome, but it's also a lot of work. The good news? Finding help for your projects is easier than ever. Introducing Angie, the app that puts all your home care needs at your fingertips. Need a pro to fix that emergency leak? Maybe find someone to build a deck or even set your seasonal tasks on autopilot. Angie can handle all that and more. Expert pros, hundreds of home projects, clear pricing, and the easiest way to book and pay in seconds. This is Angie, your home for everything home. Download the app today. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time. Time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812-800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Listen, why don't you arrest some white drivers? I do. You do? Well, where are they? Look at all these niggas in here. 
There's enough niggas in here to make a Tarzan movie. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Clap your hands, sir. Stop being racist. Clap your hands. Might be time to say goodbye to Conor McGregor, of course, losing to Dustin Poirier last week. The fight ended in the at the end of the first round. Of course, Power, uh, three, five, five-minute rounds would have been the championship distance. This was a tight eliminator fight. Of course, Khabib is the 155-pound, 155-pound lightweight champion of the UFC. But Dustin Poirier, well, Dustin came out, he came out to fight. Of course, he was fighting an old drunk. When I say an old drunk, I mean that from the bottom of my heart, and I'm being truthful. I'm talking about Conor McGregor, a guy that's had alcohol issues for a long, long time. And how did he strike it big? Not in the world of fighting. He struck it big in the world of whiskey. I mean, he made $200 million last year off his whiskey brand alone. So do you really think that a guy like that really wants to fight and get himself together? And as I said, he's had a thirst problem for a long time. I mean, he's always been a thirsty guy. When I say a thirsty guy, I say I mean a guy guy that drinks. Okay, he just does. And when you look at the fact that, you know, you try to dry out, guys that drink, it always cracks me up. Is the guys that really, really drink a lot. I mean a lot. A lot get spit faced and spit faced with an H. Okay. Um, especially guys of lighter persuasion. Okay. It, it just, it takes its toll. It just takes its toll. And then when it comes time, you know, you dry out for four or five or six weeks. Yeah. I haven't had a drink in, in four or five weeks or I'm, I've cut down or something like that. I'm only having a beer after, after training at night and things like that. Well, guess what? You're still not the guy you were because of the fact the alcohol is taking, alcohol has a severe residual effects as far as it's, it's um, uh, your athletic being is concerned. And when you look at guys that are fighters, okay, especially fighters that are going out there and getting in death matches all the time, because I do give it to Conor McGregor, is that every fight he gets into is essentially a death match because that's the way these UFC fighters go. That's the way these UFC fights go. I mean, there's no doubt about it. But at the end of the night, Conor McGregor had a broken ankle. Um, they both went to kick at the same time. People say it was a simultaneous type of thing. I think it was fortunate for Mr. McGregor that it happened that way because he wasn't totally embarrassed. So take that back. He was embarrassing after the fight, but he wasn't embarrassed by the outcome of the fight because of the fact that, you know, he had a broken ankle and it was pretty obvious. It was ugly. You could see the broken bone. I mean, you're looking at his ankle. This guy's probably never going to be able to fight again because the ankle was, I mean, broken, like broken, broke. Anyway, so he, after the fight, puts on a big scene. Uh, you know, says some derogatory things about people, which he's always done. Okay. I mean, he's lowered himself to a new low maybe after this fight instead of saying, you know, um, this was unfortunate and blah, blah, blah. He didn't do that. He was totally Conor McGregor, you know, and speaking of his record now, I think he's three and five in his last eight fights. He's 22 and 22 and six overall, but I think he only lost that one fight when he, before he went into the out Jose Aldo fight, the first title fight, 145 pounds. For the featherweight championship, of course, he beat Aldo, knocked him out in the first round. Um, he was he he only lost one fight going into that fight there, and of course, he's lost you know five since. He's three and five since that time. So, in other words, you guys that keep paying for this guy on pay per view and this and that, you're paying for a guy that's not only old. Guys, only he, listen. He's taken the money and ran a couple of times. He ran for Mayweather. Okay, he brought it to Mayweather as far as this boxing match was concerned. He came up with the idea. He and Mayweather came up with this idea that. We can make a lot of money putting on an exhibition together, but it wasn't an exhibition, although technically it was an exhibition, but in reality it was an exhibition because they had a guy named, uh, guy named Floyd Mayweather exhibiting his boxing prowess over a guy that couldn't, that couldn't box at all. I mean, he couldn't, listen, 
Conor McGregor couldn't spell fight as far as couldn't spell boxing to give him the letters. He just couldn't. He's a brawler. He's an MMA guy. I give him all kinds of props. He's a dedicated athlete. I mean, at one point in time, he was. That is not the case anymore. Of course, he's done. Sick of forking him. Dustin Poirier, of course, will probably go on. You know, but Dustin would go on to probably get a rematch with Khabib. But I don't know if I'd want that. I mean, because there's absolutely no way in the world that Dustin Poirier could ever beat Khabib. He just couldn't do it. I mean, if you gave him a hammer, mm, probably not. Probably not. Give him a ball-peen hammer, probably couldn't beat Khabib. I mean, that's what kind of a monster Khabib is. I mean, at 155, I don't think Khabib could ever be beat because of the fact that I think he comes from, like, I told you, 175 pounds. He makes it down to 155 pounds. When he gets into the octagon or the cage or whatever it is, he's somewhere around 170 pounds or, or north of that. And he's a big, big dude. I mean, he is a big dude for 155 pounds. So Dustin Poirier, a winner over Conor McGregor, has stopped that after the first round. Co-feature Gilbert Burns beat Stephen Schoolboy Thompson. Unanimous not across the board, two rounds of 129-28. Taya Tuavasi, no surprise there, knocked out Greg Hardy in the very first round, a minute and seven seconds in with punches. Of course, these guys heavyweights, a Samoans involved. I told you before, Samoans are great. Quick, quick style. I mean, like, real quick. Sonny Napopo, guys like that in the gym, guys that we used to box with, uh, they always knew they could come out, they could bang, they could smoke for the first round. But after that, they got a little tired. Somehow the stamina wasn't there with Samoan fighters. But Tai Tuvasi, he didn't need the stamina. He came out with a minute and seven seconds. It was a winner over Greg Hardy. Irene Aldana was a winner in a catchweight fight against Yana Kunakahaya. That was 139.5 pounds. So obviously somebody to make weight. And Sean O'Malley, one of my favorite bantamweights, was the winner over Chris Motillo. That was a TKO in the third round, 433 in. So the bottom line is the USC is doing its thing. Of course, they've got live crowds again, and I don't know how this is going to go. Speaking of live crowds, you know, I, I promote dances. And different. I have done different events around the world. But we tried to promote a dance on July the 3rd. And I started talking to people. We put it, put the date on the on the calendar and, you know, had the tickets printed up and that kind of good stuff. And we're selling tickets online. And then, you know, I had a lot of people tell me they didn't want to come because people were going to be there that weren't weren't vaccinated and this and that. And, you know, and now as we approach this, this, this time, what, uh, July 17, 2021, as the COVID virus seems to be coming back again, the only people it's coming back against with are, are the people that didn't take the vaccine. So what can you say? I mean, what can you say? When 99.7% of the people, according to the CDC in New York, some New York doctor I heard her say last night on television, okay, 99.7% of the people dying nowadays in the hospital from COVID are unvaccinated. I mean, if that doesn't tell you it's time to get vaccinated, I guess nothing ever will. The rest of the UFC card I'm looking at here, whole lot of no names. I mean, this is the way it is. You got no names after no names. TJ Dillashaw is going to be on ESPN July 24th. Of course, the former champion. I think he was off two years because he got popped for steroids. So I'm not a big TJ Dillashaw fan. I think he, I think he was crooked and dirty in a lot, a lot of fights. I just think he was. And of course, he was from Sacramento, California. At one point in time, he was up there with. Uh, oh, he had a great team up there, man. And then what happened? He decided he was going to Colorado because he didn't want to. Oh, Colorado was going to pay him to train there. They pay him a few bucks to train in the gym. So he went to Colorado and ended up losing his title, of course, coming up dirty on steroids. He tried to drop to 125 pounds from 135 pounds. And that's where he said that he, uh, he that's why he cheated because he was going from 135 to 125 and he was at 128 and he couldn't knock off any more weight. So he decided he would cheat. 
No, you don't think about that right away. I mean, that's something down deep down inside that you've planned. I mean, because when you do steroids, it's a plan. It's a cycle. It's not something like, hey, I'm going to take them and then stop in a week or something like that. You're sitting there with a calendar in front of you. You're trying to figure out days on, days off, all that kind of good stuff. Because it is a scam. There's no doubt about it. It's one big scam. I mean, guys, have, look at some of those guys in the UFC. You can't tell me they're not on some type of performance and anti-drugs. I mean, they're getting a little bit better at it, weeding it out. Of course, some of the guys in Bellator look like they're um, ripped in steroids. And it's just the way it is, a good way to put it, ripped in steroids. But, you know, I think the testing is getting better, but will it ever be perfect? I don't think so. Anyway, on that uh, TJ Dillashaw card, he's taking on Corey Sandhagen. That's a bantamweight fighter, 135. Uh, women's bantamweight bout on the card. Aspen Ladd going to take on Macy Chaskin. And uh, that's going to be 135 pounds women's. I'm looking further down the card. Mickey Gall, who was he? He was, who was he famous for? Oh, he fought he fought CM Punk. Remember he fought CM Punk? You know that was it. He's coming back. He's on this card as well. I don't know how good of a fighter he was because they picked him to fight CM. If they fight, if they picked him to fight Punk, he wasn't much because remember they were trying to push Punk as the real deal, and Punk obviously wasn't the real deal. August 14th, the third time around, Joshua Franco and Andrew Maloney getting on in boxing. Of course, ESPN is going to carry this from the Hard Rock Hotel in Tulsa, Oklahoma, meaning my man Tony Holden is going to put this on. Of course, we did Let's Get It On Boxing back in the day. Tony Holden, myself, Al Bernstein, not too high on Al, and of course, the great Mills Lane, but the four of us were a promotional team to put together and a television team to put together Let's Get It On Boxing. We went all over the country. We had signed, um, I had signed a contract to do some Saturday Night TV on CBS, and what happened Mills Lane had a stroke, and that was the end of that. So the bottom line is Tony Holden is still rock and rolling in Oklahoma City and Tulsa and all that kind of good stuff. So he's got something at the Hard Rock tonight. In I take that back, the Hard Rock on the 14th with Joshua Franco and Andrew Maloney hooking up for the very third time. Now, a guy that's getting a lot of head uh, – how can I put this? He's turning heads. Virgil Ortiz, 17-0, 17 wax. Whoa. I mean, 17-0, 17 – think about that. 17-0, 17 wax. Of course, he is a welterweight. And a welterweight fighter that really doesn't need a whole lot of introduction. Everybody knows who he is. Not, not the guy that anybody wants to fight. Of course, he took out Maurice Hooker, knocked him out in the seventh round. I think that was in 2020. I think particularly in March. Yeah, March of 2020. So he hooked out, knocked out Vargas, uh, knocked out Sammy Vargas the time before that. Brad Solomon the time before that. He looks like the real deal. Antony, Antonio Orozco the time before that. It was 28 and one, knocked him out in the sixth round. So he looks like he is the real deal. Without a doubt, how far this kid goes, we don't know because he's real, real young. I mean, he's like he's like 23 years old. He looks like he's like 12. I mean, that's how – does he shave? One of those guys like, does he shave yet? But the bottom line is he can fight. He's taking on a guy by the name of – oh, man, I'm going to have some problems with this one. Hmm. Egadigis, Egadigis Cavalalucas. Put it to you like that. He's 22-1. and one. Okay, these guys are going to get in off the WBA International Welterweight title. That's going to go down, of course – uh, August 14th at the Star, the Ford Center at the Star in Frisco. Where the hell is that going to be? In Texas. I believe that's going to be in Texas. So Frisco, Texas. Checked it out. Virgil Ortiz on ESPN. And he can – he might be something I – mean, he might be really something to watch. All these other guys are old Spence and, you know, Manny Pacquiao's like 41, 42 years old. I mean, you know, this guy's young. He's got some abilities. He can punch. Obviously, with 17 knockouts and 17 wins, somebody told me – they remind that they remind this kid reminds him of Roberto Duran. I said, really? Who could anybody remind anybody of Roberto Duran? Speaking of Roberto, of course, his mother passed away a fortnight ago, so 
he's been a bit sad. And, um, you know, you're 71 years old. Your mother's still around. I guess you're pretty lucky. But anytime your mom leaves you, man, it's, it's something that it's a void that never, ever gets filled. I can tell you that from the bottom of my heart, it just doesn't. I mean, they say that time, you know, time makes it, um, what is it? Oh, time will make it a little bit better. Time don't make it no better. Time don't make it no better. Believe me, when people pass, especially with me, I'm very, I, I, I can't deal with it. I mean, I have a hard time dealing with death. I know, not my own, other people's. Anyway, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. You're inside looking through the world of boxing. The MMA, of course, comes to you from the Sports Byline Studios in San Francisco, California. UFC on ESPN July 24th, uh, July 17th. UFC on ESPN July 24th. UFC on ESPN July 31st. USP, ESPN, USC 265. That's going to go down Toyota Center, Houston, Texas, August the 7th, 2021. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Ring Talk Live Worldwide, brought to you by the WBC, the World Boxing Council. I know I'm not, I'm never used, you know, medicals. I like clean sport. Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a 100 years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorns Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Here's an important COVID-19 school system update for your local area. If you're concerned about your child's education, please pay close attention to this message. The current school systems were not set up for at-home learning. If you're worried that your child may not be getting the grades they need to get ahead, may be losing self-confidence, or you're worried about them getting into a good college because of their grades, help is available to you. Call Grade Potential Tutoring. They can help with in-home or online tutoring and help your child with any subject and every grade level, even for test prep. They're experts in the home tutoring and online tutoring field and confident they can help you and your child get better grades today. Call now for your free consultation. 800-693-8290-800-693-8290-800-693-8290. That's 800-693-8290. 
Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800 754 5531 800-754-4531 800-754-4531 that's 800-754-4531 now more of ring talk with pedro fernandez brought to you by the wbc the world boxing council right here on sports byline let my boys harmonize a little bit here this is the Tower of Power, of course. Check them out, towerpower.com. 50 years of delivering funk and soul, no doubt about that. Of course, brought to you by Emilio Castillo, the band leader. Back in 1967, he had an idea for a band. 50 years later, he's still rock and rolling with Tower of Power. More power to him. The month of August, a little bit intriguing in the world of boxing, as we talked about this a little bit earlier. Earl Spence and Manny Pacquiao, of course, is going to go on August 21st. The T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Spence is about a three-to-one favorite. Manny Pacquiao is a live underdog here. Why? Because he's left-handed, he's fast, and Earl Spence got thrown out of a car 105 miles per hour less than two years ago. And I'm telling you, if there's ever there's a guy that can upset the apple cart here and make Earl Spence, like, go away, it'll be Manny Pacquiao. The fact that Manny throws these punches from all these different angles, and, you know, once you're getting hit with different punches from different angles, it's a different world than hitting, getting hit with straight shots. Of course, Mr. Earl Spence got flipped out of that car, was a year and a half ago, almost two years ago now, uh, at 105 miles per hour. And, you know, he lived, but that's about the, that's about it. I think the residual effects of that crash will eventually take their place, will take their effect, uh, on Mr. Spence. Now, David Benavides, the aforementioned, of course, WBC, at one point in time, WBC super middleweight champion, undefeated now. Had a little problem with uh, some substance issues, but he's undefeated taking on Jose Irza Katurai, and that's going to go down on uh, August 28th. That'll be on Showtime, of course, from the Phoenix Suns Arena in Phoenix, Arizona. Of course, you want to go out for a good fight, I guess this will be the time to go. But then again, I talked earlier about wanting to go places and, and do things, and I was trying to throw that dance, and of course, the COVID came back. So, you know, it's sort of like, you you don't know what to do. You're just like totally confused right now. So as far as going places and things like that, I think you should just wear your mask and until until further advice. Anyway, much respect, much love. Until next time, this is Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Checking out the Sunday edition, Sunday 11 a.m. Pacific time. We will rock and roll Sunday 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 217, and a plethora of other internet platforms. Bottom line is Ring Talk Sunday 11 a.m. Pacific time. Two hours on Sports Byline. Cause I love you so.